to the E-Commerce Australia podcast. Welcome to E-Commerce Australia. I'm your host, Ryan Martin, founder of Remarkable Digital. This podcast is aimed at those who have their own online business, e-commerce professionals looking to keep current on the trends, and for anyone interested in learning more about the world of e-com. For those of you seeking direct assistance, Remarkable Digital is just a call away. Our mission is to be remarkable, doing great things for great people and great businesses. I understand how much choice you have and how many podcasts are out there, so I'm truly grateful you've tuned in. Please let me know if you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like covered. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode of E-Commerce Australia. Very lucky to be joined by Carmel Zane, who's currently the Senior Marketing Manager at Yotpo. Very keen and very interested to hear more about Yotpo and what they're doing. Carmel's had a, a great background in marketing from as long as LinkedIn will let me go back and check. <laughs> so welcome to the podcast, Carmel. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. No worries. Looking forward to learning more about Yotpo and how it's enhancing the e-commerce channel or uh yeah i don't know <laughs> that's probably the right word but let's yep. get a bit of a, an intro or, or background into yourself before we start on yopo how do you find yourself in the senior marketing manager position there currently what brought you to that yeah good question so i've been in ecom for a little while now i was in sort of conference and events and i've worked agency side and, and SaaS side as well and I've always heard about Yotpo in the industry before they launched in Australia. I had my own retail brand for a while and I actually used Yotpo for reviews. So I was already a big fan of the product. And then when I heard that they were formally launching in Australia, I was approached by the team. It was just uh, Rad, who's our head of partnerships at the time. Him and the team sort of approached me and... Um, yeah, for me, it was a no-brainer. It was a super exciting opportunity. We were you know, tech startup in Australia with the backing of a global successful business. We already had quite a large market share in Australia as well. So the demand was there for us to actually have presence here. And so, yeah, I joined about a year and a bit ago and it's been a wild ride. We've already grown the team to up to around 30 now. I had offices wow. in Sydney. And I head up the marketing function. So yeah, really a little bit of everything in terms of marketing and even the marketing team is growing now. So yeah, it's a really exciting time. Yeah, fantastic. It's um, That's great insight into how quickly the brand has grown. What do you put that down to? Is it having a really established base overseas and then launching into Australia? Or is it the product is so perfect for the market and where e-commerce is in at the moment? Yeah, honestly, I'd say a little bit of both. The product is a huge key factor in the success of the business. The demand is there and the product really solves a lot of business needs for retailers here. And yeah, the reputation and the backing, we've done, you know, a series of fundings for a long time now. We have huge backings, you know, Shopify have invested in us as well. And we have amazing partners in the ecosystem. So I really would say it is a little bit of both. The product sort of spoke for itself. So without even having the presence here, people were already adopting the product. And then when we were able to come in, and really use that backing from the global business, it just enhanced everything. Yeah, perfect. And no doubt, great marketing. Oh, you know, a little bit biased, but uh, <laughs> I think it's great marketing. But also globally, uh, honestly, we have the best marketing minds. 
in the business. We do everything in-house, whether it's production, video, uh, design, and our marketing team is huge and they come up with awesome ideas all the time. Marketing definitely is key. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. I see you're quite active on LinkedIn as well as Rad. So, you know, I think that's uh, that also helps with the growth and, you know, posting some real good insights into how you guys partner with different brands. So that also helps. So how have you seen the year in e-commerce so far in terms of like, uh, I guess, you know, pandemic, it was pretty, it was obviously riding the crest of a wave and then it seems to have come off a little bit as we get back into sort of more traditional bricks and mortar type retail. And yeah, how have you sort of seen e-commerce and the trends this year? Yeah, it's been a really interesting year. I'd say we've never experienced anything like this before. The pandemic for e-commerce obviously catapulted e-commerce and um, you know everyone was sort of riding that high for a long time. And then mid-year when we came out of the pandemic and with the state of the economy at the moment, yeah, things are really shifting. So it's super interesting to sort of keep an eye on it and see what happens. But what I think is e-commerce is definitely not dead. It's here to stay and it's still that growth is still going to continue. However, with the physical stores reopening, it does pose obviously a bit of a challenge, but it just means that brands really have to nail their omni-channel strategy, which I think a lot of people are looking towards. And then obviously with the rise of acquisition costs and people spending less and brands have been spending more, um, it poses like a bit of a threat. So I think really it's going to be really interesting to see how brands go about their retention strategy. So I'd say those two things um, are the biggest challenges or talking points in e-commerce at the moment. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and opportunities as well. I think there's always an opportunity for brands to um, as you say, retention's just it's such an important and probably overlooked area. We're all guilty of trying to find the newest thing, the greatest thing, the new customer, but little things like email marketing as an example really help with the retention and uh, and it's cheaper to to send emails than it is to be uh, running ads at the moment. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. So how does Yopo let's sort of get into how do they partner with e-commerce businesses? What's the reason that they engage with you guys to start with? What are the benefits of joining the platform? So basically with Yotpo, we've gone through a little bit of an evolution in our products. So initially when we launched 10, almost 11 years ago now, it was just a reviews platform. Since then, when it, we've introduced a bunch of other products in the suite, such as SMS, uh, loyalty, visual UGC, and subscriptions now as well. When people look towards Yotpo, obviously there's different perceptions in the market. They may have known us for reviews. So initially that's what drew them to Yotpo. But now all the products in our platform and having one unified platform, it really is focused on retention. So a brand would turn to Yotpo if they need a retention platform. So they're looking to, you know, maybe unify their tech stack. Um, which was a huge buzzword, I guess, this year and everyone was wanting to do it, but it truly is what we're able to do for businesses. It's the customer touch points. So, you know, review collection, it's customer proofing, it's uh, being able to communicate with your customers wherever they are, which is SMS. And then obviously the retention part of it is, you know, your loyalty programs, your subscription, everything like that. So yeah, in a nutshell, a customer would come to us if they're looking for ways to really 
uh, retain their customers, build a loyalty community around their customers and understand how to understand their customers and communicate with them. Yeah. Okay. And so what would they need to be looking out for when it comes to uh, retention of customers? What sort of metrics do you typically find that they're having issues with? Is it conversion or is it more that new versus returning metric that kind of there's too much discrepancy there? Or how does an e-commerce business owner who's, let's say, they're starting up, because we have quite a lot of listeners that are in that early phase, how do they know that they need to work on their retention? Yeah, so it really is, I think, that the foundation of a brand is ultimate goal is they want to build a community around their brand. And in order to do that, they have to understand their customer and then personalize their messaging based on them, based on their needs. So it starts from the very beginning of the journey with Yopo. So understanding the cost of acquisition, the first time purchase and how you're actually facilitating that first touch point. So in order to facilitate that correctly, you need to know your customer and you need to be able to personalize the right messages or, you know, collect the feedback from them, you know, from our reviews product, for example, in order to really understand what they want. When you're able to do that, it then, you know, goes through the funnel and then you're looking at conversion rates. Obviously, with reviews, you receive customer feedback to determine your most loved products and and the segments based around that. You know, if you have hair products, then you have to be able to segment it in terms of which products are best suited for curly hair, dark hair, whatever. So really getting into the nitty gritty in that side of things. And then obviously with your visual UGC, it's allowing the customers to speak for your brand. And that really is um, optimizing your ad spend by getting all the customers doing that for you. And then I guess all the different metrics are very like, I guess, within the specific products. So you have your reviews that increase conversion, your order to review conversion rates, um, reviews per product, things like this. And then obviously loyalty, you're looking at average order value and you can you can increase that through a loyalty program and the customer lifetime value as well. Overall, it's the retention piece. So that's the metric that you're really measuring. So the customer lifetime value. Yeah, fantastic. And I'm sure a lot of business owners probably put aren't aware of what that lifetime value is per client or per customer. So assuming they jump onto a platform such as yours and, and you can really show that really clearly in a in some kind of live dashboard, is that sort of how they, they access their analytics? Yeah, exactly. There's a dashboard, you know, for every every product. And the great thing about Yopo is that all our products speak to each other. Um, so, you know, your loyalty connects with your SMS and your reviews. So you're now collecting reviews via SMS or you're rewarding, you're rewarding loyalty points via SMS or you're then, you know, enhancing them or encouraging them to now subscribe and, and have a subscription and rewarding them for that via your loyalty. So um, I guess that's the beauty of the product, the synergies between them all. But, yeah, we absolutely – the great thing about us being in Australia now is that you have local support. So you get assigned a local customer success manager. We have SMS strategists. So they really do help you with analyzing all of those metrics. But then obviously for a much smaller business as well, it's a very user-friendly platform, self-service, and you can go into your dashboard and have a look at all of those as well. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So for businesses that are starting out or, or in that early stage, would you recommend sort of getting involved with Yopo as soon as possible? Or is there a certain threshold that you believe they need to be hitting in terms of revenue before they start to to really kind of benefit from the insights and the product? 
Yeah, well, I think the beauty of our platform is that it really is for everyone. Like I said, when I was starting off as a brand, I just went on and searched Shopify App Store Best Reviews product and Yotpo came up and I just I downloaded the app and it was good to go. So it really is for the, the small startup businesses as well. It's a self-service platform and as you grow, the platform grows with you. So, you know, there is a real plug and play approach and yeah, I'd say it's it's great. You start as soon as you can. Fantastic. What do you think the biggest challenge is in, in e-commerce at the moment? It's a very broad question, but uh, yeah. I thought I'd uh, get your insights into it. Yeah, I think um, like I sort of mentioned before, I think it's the cost of acquisition that every e-commerce business is really challenged with at the moment. I think the stat is like the increase is like 90% across Facebook and Google and all your social platforms. And People are spending less with inflation and the state of the economy at the moment. It's really hard to attract and gain new customers. So the challenge is what are you doing about retention? How are you retaining your customers? How are you building that community? And I think a lot of brands know that they need to do that now, but they don't particularly know how to do it. When you think of retention, you might think loyalty program, but you know there are so many other ways that you can retain customers. And it's, you know... It's important to have a large strategy around that. It's not that a loyalty program is just going to fix all your problems. It's more about, well, what do your customers actually want from a loyalty program? So you need to go out there and do the research with your customers and understand what it's going to take for them to truly be loyal and then implement those strategies. Yeah, awesome. I tend to agree from what I'm seeing, but it's great to to hear that from you. And then I guess on the flip side to that, what strategies are you seeing Obviously, probably the answer will be retention strategies, but is there any strategies that you've noticed in particular that are getting a really high return on investment that e-commerce brands should be all over at the moment? Honestly, I would say SMS is a very, it's a growing area. We've done a lot of research around SMS and, and what customers think of it. And, you know, about 75% of customers are already signed up to receive texts from a brand, it has a huge ROI. And I I don't think it's a really untapped marketing strategy. You know, some of our major customers like Princess Polly and LSKD, they see huge ROI from SMS because they're doing it really well. You really need to have a strategy around it, just as you would have an email marketing strategy. You need an SMS marketing strategy, but with SMS, you don't need resources. You don't need a heavy investment. You know, there's, you know, strategies around collection and subscriber collection, which uh, you can work with, you know, a team like Yopo to strategize. But then when you do send an SMS, you don't need content resources. Uh, You don't need design. You're literally just sending a short text and the ROI that you can get from it is huge. So I think that's going to be a really interesting area, especially as we're facing all these challenges around the cost of acquisition and, um, and all of these issues. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I had um, Rachel on from Tall Bob earlier, an episode or two ago. And yeah, she was sort of aligned with your thoughts there around just SMS. You know, I think she said that there's a 90% open rate within 90 seconds. And I know personally, as soon as I get an SMS, you know, it's open fairly quickly. Uh, it's usually from a mate or someone like that. You, yeah. So there's a lot of trust there. And I guess brands just need to do it correctly. And, uh, with permission, but obviously do it well. And in, yeah, it could be a, a really high converting strategy. You touched on Princess Polly and LKS 
LSKD. Yeah. Yeah. What sort of businesses do Yotpo currently work with that you can kind of mention on the podcast? Yeah, we have a lot of great customers. We work from, you know, Australian founded businesses, amazing customers such as Bang and Body, who we love, Collagen Co. We go to skincare, beginning boutique. We have heaps. And then we even go all the way up to Freedom Furniture, Kmart. We have a lot of market share with some really great customers in Australia. Yeah, fantastic. And so with some of those brands that have that omni-channel approach, how does the platform get all that data from both in-store and and e-commerce? Like, is that a big factor why they they come through to you guys? Yeah, for sure. It really does depend. It's a case-by-case situation. We are an open API, so we do integrate with anyone. However, with the omni-channel approach, we do it through a POS system. We love working with Shopify POS. That is a really seamless integration. Yep. But it's definitely the pause piece where you're able to collect the data where you'll see the most benefits. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. What about pricing? I know it can be a sensitive topic on a podcast, but like what's the pricing? Is it a tiered approach? Is there a free trial? How can people kind of get in and, and use Yotpo to see whether they, they like the interface and the UX? Yeah, we do have a tiered approach dependent on order volume. However, we do recommend that, you know, obviously you jump on a call with one of our AEs and talk about it because every business is different. We have a self-serve platform. Anyone can just, you know, download the app or um, sign up and and have a look at the interface themselves because we do have that self-serve part of the platform. Yeah. Yelpo SMS Bump, for example, is super easy to just download and, and start using straight away. You're just putting credits on to your app and you can start texting straight away. But the pricing is absolutely tiered based on order volume, as I mentioned, but we do take a consultative and strategic approach when you talk and speak with the Oppo team. Yeah, okay. So you you want to know a little bit about it. You download the app, have a bit of a play around with it, and then will someone be in contact or is it more so up to them to then go, okay, I actually want to, I want to actually do this Uh, in a more methodical manner so they jump on a call or or what's that sort of uh, onboarding process look like? Yeah, so, you know, they might request a demo or they might want to find out more and then we'll put you in touch with someone local here in Australia. They'll jump on and try to understand your business needs, what you're trying to achieve. They'll take you through a demo of the platform and then from there you can, you know, sort of make the decision as well. Like I mentioned, we have a lot of products, so it understanding which products it makes most sense to use. And you might say, look, we just want reviews and SMS for now. And then, you know, as we progress as a business, we'll look at loyalty or something like that. So it really is that consultative approach with someone from the Oppo team. And yeah, they answer any questions you have and take it from them. Okay, perfect. One last question before we wrap it up. How are you seeing the Black Friday or do you have any predictions on Black Friday, Cyber Monday, the lead into Christmas, obviously, as you touched on there, it's a tough time. Interest rates are up. There's some there's some struggles overseas and shipping. And there's a lot of areas where if you want to be negative, you can be. What are your predictions around Black Friday and Cyber Monday and, and the Christmas period? Are we going to have a, a good season as always? I think we will. I've been talking to a lot of our customers, seeing how they're feeling about it. A lot of them are still saying that, you know, they're still gearing up for it to be their biggest cyber weekend yet. 
I don't think there's too much fear around the customers that I'm speaking to. I think they just have to get, and they know this, they just have to get smarter about how they're capturing all that data, the influx of data that comes through. But the fact that they are aware of that, they're doing something about it. I think they will succeed. And I think we're in a good place in Australia. So I'm personally, I don't have any negativity around it. I I still think it's going to be a successful period. Yeah, awesome. Great to hear. And I, I tend to agree. I think if you've got your lists and your SMS and all your marketing personalized, segmented, and you're not just there for transactional value, but to actually add, you know, I guess, um, genuine value and education, then uh, I think you can still have a really good end to the year. So thank you for your time. Really appreciate your insights and great to learn more about Yotpo. But it seems like it seems like a no-brainer to, to at least download the app and give it a try and start to work out how you can use some of that UGC into your marketing strategies in 2023. Yeah, absolutely. We have an awesome team as well. So we always encourage anyone to reach out to us on LinkedIn. We're always at events, having a good time. So we love connecting with people. Perfect. Thanks again. And uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of the year. Thank you too. Thanks for having me. 